Hey there, welcome to a special edition for the State of Waste. I just was uh, fascinated by a report that came out from OSPI and wanted to share some things that I found were really funny about the report. So, this is a special report. There is the link to the report provided here in the PowerPoint, and I'll put it in the notes for this as well. And also, I got some information from a news article from Crosscut about how many students are leaving public schools. And the way that OSPI tries to spend things to make it sound like things are going great in public education, and uh, in some ways they are, but in some ways they aren't. And I just read this article and thought this was pretty funny, so I thought I'd share it with you. So their report came out with the headline of State Test Scores, A Promising Signal of Pandemic Recovery. I'm going to read some of the parts from that report. The state tests, which are one of the many indicators of student learning, are intended to gauge a student's performance relative to grade-level learning goals in math, English, language, arts, and science. On a broad scale, test scores can influence investments and policy priorities to support student learning. At an individual level, scores from the Smarter Balanced Assessment are designed to indicate whether a student is on track for college-level learning without needing remedial classes. In other words, that means that students, if they tested into college, would not be required to take an adult-level class. So it would be like your 099 or 089 classes. I know a lot of students will test into those adult basic education classes. Now, this is pretty funny because it talks about um, the scores, and I'm showing a couple of reports. This is the English language arts one. You can see the scores from spring 2019. There were no tests in 2020 due to COVID. And then in fall 2021, there was a test in spring 2022. So it says that students on track to meet college readiness in English language arts. You can see there was a dip after the pandemic, and we're not at that level yet. And then there is the math report, still pretty low. So you've seen a steady decline in math scores. And then the pre-pandemic, the 2021 fall test was below 25%, and then after was above 25%. So some group, student groups that are disproportionately experienced a lack of progress from the fall 2021 test to the spring 2022 test. And this is the part I find pretty funny. Because they said fall 2021 was the juniors that never tested in the spring of 2020 took the fall 2021 test. And then in the spring, it was the sophomores. So they're talking about a lack of progress in two distinctly different testing groups. The juniors that test in 2021 missed a lot of school from the pandemic and missed a lot of the content because we were able to teach a lot less in the classroom than before. And then the spring 2022 test, we had those students in class for the year, whether it be hybrid or not, but they were in the classroom and learned a lot more. So it would make sense that they would perform better because they were in school for longer. The juniors really didn't have much of a chance that most of our juniors at our school were in Algebra 2 for math, and the test was Algebra 1 and Geometry. So they would have not have seen a lot of that stuff prior to their test, and it was very early in the school year, we didn't have a lot of chance for review of things, and we spent just a couple days reviewing for them some geometry stuff. Another statement that they made in the report is important to remember that proficiency standards on state assessments are intended to indicate whether a student is on track for college-level learning. In other words, it's a college placement test. Are you ready for college-level classes? And we know every student is not going to college, so it kind of begs the question again of what is the purpose of these tests are when every kid is not going to be going to college. Great for the ones that are, but what about those ones that aren't? And we see at our school, typically those are kids that score in the level ones that end up not going to college. 
So some more interesting information from the report, OSPI has invested in re-engaging students who disengaged from school during the pandemic, supporting learning through alternative learning models, as well as growing the teacher pipeline and supporting new educators among other investments. So that may be true, but where are they? Where are those teachers at? We have such a shortage for subs, and a lot of people are not really going into the profession from our area anyway. It might be different in other parts of the state. And then it said the state legislature's increased staffing in schools to support students' mental and physical health, including school counselors, nurses, psychologists, social workers, and family engagement coordinators. And the funding for that will be phased in over the next three years. And this I found pretty funny with all the strikes going on in our state about that's the claim is that they need all these supports. Well, if it is going to be in the funding, maybe somebody should let them know. Maybe that's what this is doing. I don't know. It just was pretty confusing. I found it kind of funny that that's what they're fighting for is these things. So where are they at? And then the other issue is, are there any people to fill those roles? I know our area is having a hard time filling the roles that we have. So it's hard to find people to do those. So anyway, don't be thrown by what the headlines say. There's some things that are not really great going on in public education. And the other information I got from the article from Crosscut, I was interested in learning how many students had left. Over 40,000 students have left the public school system since the pandemic started, which is resulted in a $900 million reduction in spending for public education that the governor has at least said that he wants to put that back into the public schools. So that's good. But found it very funny as a math teacher that those that data was skewed in a very positive way when it's not all that great. So hope you enjoyed this special episode.